Want to learn more about investing with exchange-traded funds and using them properly in your portfolio? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the ETF of the week, where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, Vice Chairman at Vetify, which has everything you loved about ETFtrends.com. That's the site that made Tom Lydon famous. And then more from soup to nuts, new data and research, and all the things you always expected to get you a solid grounding that'll make you a better ETF investor. It's vetify.com. Tom Lydon, great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. Your ETF of the week is... The Spider Portfolio S&P 500 Growth ETF, ticker symbol SPYG. SPYG, the Spider Portfolio S&P 500 Growth ETF. Tom, we're at a spot where most of the experts I've been talking with on my show Money Life have not been so hot on growth. They have been saying value is the way to go. So why are you looking at this growth fund now? Well, Chuck, a year ago, we were in a much different situation. Advisors were concerned about inflation, rising interest rates. We started to see people selling growth stocks. Fast forward to today, it's a whole different story. I mean, earlier in the year, we saw the S&P 500 decline dramatically. In fact, some of the biggest holdings of FANG stocks even dropped off more than the S&P 500. But three months ago, June 16th, put in a low in the market. And since that point, we've seen a 17% advance in the S&P 500. This ETF, SPY G, is really the S&P 500, a little bit more on the growthy side. Also, it's only charging four basis points, which is a little bit less than the grandfather of ETFs, SPY. The big thing here, Chuck, is we are very close to going above the 200-day average. And as you know, we talk about that every week. If you sold when the S&P went below its 200-day average months ago, and now had an opportunity to buy back in when it's gone back above, that's going to make you feel better. However, if you didn't sell and you've held on, some of the pain that you're feeling, uh, maybe you're starting to go away, especially if we get a technical indicator like the S&P going above its major trend line. Well, in fact, let's dig in a little bit on, on that point. The S&P 500 above its 50-day moving average, SPY G above its 50-day moving average, just below the 200-day moving average. I ask you virtually every week with almost any ETF we're talking about if it is a 200-day moving average play. And you always say, well, if you're a trend follower, of course, and if you're not a trend follower, then in some cases, maybe you want to be careful on a fund. In other cases, no, you can, you can make this a core position. But here's the thing. The stocks in this index, this basic fund, it is everybody's core position. Whether you have it as an index fund or not, You've got the Apples, the Microsofts, the Amazons, the Teslas in your portfolio somewhere if you own just about any growth fund. So is this a case where maybe you want to use the 200-day moving average as your sign that I'm going to tilt? In other words, yep, it's my core portfolio, but also I'll play the moving averages to tell me where I want to lean as I have a core and explore portfolio that in this case, your explore is actually adding to your core. 
Well, a lot of money's been shifting in the last 12 months, Chuck. On the fixed income side, people move away from the Barclays Bloomberg Ag, and they move into areas like alternative income or short duration. On the equity side, they moved away from the mega caps, the large cap growth. They moved into quality. They moved into value. They moved into dividend strategies. There are also a lot of people that stopped adding new money. They kept their powder dry and on the sidelines. So whatever camp you're in, if you're looking for confidence, the S&P 500 going above its 200-day average historically has been a good sign. Now, when it happens, you can always get whipsawed. However, you don't want to start putting money back into growth or putting money into the market after it's already had its run. Historically, if you buy in when you're emotionally not feeling that confident about it, it tends to be good. And especially if we've had these declines like we've had recently. So from a fundamental standpoint, things are looking good. You're seeing rising rates, which should fight off inflation. Yes, we may have a recession. However, many feel it would be not that painful. But most importantly, long term, if you want to have growth in your portfolio and diversification, you can't beat the S&P 500. And although we talk about trends all the time, this really is the core of the investment business. Interesting story, because while we're talking about the spiders, you know, Jack Bogle, founder of the Vanguard Group, legendary investor, the guy behind the first S&P 500 index fund, used to say that he felt in some cases that one of the mistakes he made was saying, hey, let's do the S&P 500 growth and the S&P 500 value, because it made people want to split up their portfolios to get what effectively they were getting out of the S&P 500 itself. In this case, is your statement of let's make the SPY G the ETF of the week, is it in any way, any statement or reflection that people should read into it if they have just the SPY, the straight S&P 500, or they have the SPY V, the S&P 500 value tilt on this? I believe your assumption is right. Growth is where the money is. It's where you make it long term. We've seen a shift recently from value to growth, from quality to growth, from dividends to growth. Most people aren't paying attention. And when people start paying attention, usually you've missed out on the opportunity. So it's a great opportunity this week to talk about it. Yes, it's a traditional index. It's, it's a, a stalwart. It's something that we talk about all the time, Chuck. But we don't get that many opportunities to point out a major trend may, de- may, may be developing. We don't get a chance often to point out that a major trend may be developing. And we need to point out, talking about that trend, that the SPY G is up about 14, almost 15% in the last month, whereas the spider, the SPY is up about 12% and the S&P value up about nine and a half. And that's why the SPY G the Spider Portfolio S&P 500 Growth ETF is the ETF of the week from Tom Lydon at Vetify.com. Tom, great stuff. Talk to you next week. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me. And you can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast on your favorite podcast app or by going to MoneyLifeShow.com. To learn more about investing in exchange-traded funds, there's no better place than Vetify. Vetify.com, 
It's everything that ETFtrends.com had and much more. Tremendous tools and research to help you be a better investor. The site is on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi and Tom Lydon, their vice chairman and my guest. Well, he's on Twitter, too. He's at Tom Lydon, L-Y-D-O-N. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday, and we hope you will follow along and make sure you don't miss a one. And we look forward to chatting with you again next week. Until then, happy investing, everybody. Everybody.